Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to Student Ministry Matters Podcast. My name is Chris Vines. I am usually here with Dan Carson and Micah Powell, but I am solo tonight, or rather I am away from them, but I am not solo. I have two of my favorite people here, uh, two of my students from our church, two of my good friends. I've got Jimmy Daniels. Jimmy, say hi. Hello. And Logan Lauderback. Good day. All right. Was that supposed to be Australian? Uh, or like New Zealand or something. New Ze- yeah, it sounded more New Zealand-ish stuff. So Southern Australian, that's what Jimmy said. Hey, so uh, tonight we are going to be talking about a specific topic, one that uh, I think is on most people's minds because of the time of year that we are recording this. It is now January 6th. And uh, we're going to be talking about tips for Bible reading. And uh, I think most people have probably picked up a, a new plan for the year. Maybe they've, they're six days in and they're proud of themselves because they've made it six days without getting too far behind at this point. And so we're going to talk about just uh, some tips for reading God's Word. But before we get there, all three of us are really big Marvel fans. And so our question for this week is... What is your favorite, your, rather, what is your top three favorite Marvel movies? All right? So, I'm going to go last. Logan is going to go first. Logan, what are your top three favorite Marvel movies? All right. First would probably be Captain America Civil War because it was, that was OG. Uh, second would probably be Spider-Man Homecoming, because I love Spider-Man. And lastly, would probably be Thor Ragnarok. And I'm not putting Endgame up on the top three, because that has to be overpowering everything, because it was the best Marvel movie. So, Yeah, I, I agree with you. Endgame was, um, Endgame was really good. I think it's kind of in a category of its own. Um, yeah. Jimmy, what about you? I'd have to agree with him on two of them, like uh, Captain America Civil War and Thor Ragnarok, definitely. I couldn't leave those out. And then also Captain America the Winter Soldier is one of my favorites also. Yes, dude, I love every Captain America movie there is. In fact, I think Dan Carson um, is definitely a Captain America fan. But uh, all right, so my three... All right, I'm kind of I'm kind of old school. I, I like the original, so I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Iron Man, Iron Man one. I love Iron Man one. Okay, and these are not in like top three order. These are just in my, like in my top three, so that's not like my most favorite. But Iron Man one, uh, and then I would go with um, Black Panther. I really like Black Panther. Black Panther was good, um, and then I'm gonna go with one that I don't think gets enough credit, Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange. It, it would come close to Thor Ragnarok, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was, was so good. I mean, of course, it was really funny and all this kind of thing. But I really like, I really like Doctor Strange. 
So, anyway. I don't, they couldn't find anybody better than Benedict Cumberbatch. There's, like, no doubt. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Jimmy, you have any further thoughts on Marvel movies? No. Yeah, he's a man of few words. Very, very simple. All right, so we're going to get into our topic. Uh, first off, before we dive in, I want, I want to um, just ask these guys just to kind of introduce themselves just a little bit. Um, not a full detail uh, bio of who you are, things like that, but, you know, how old you are, um, where you live, where you're from, that kind of thing. And uh, we already know your favorite Marvel movies, so just let's just go with you know age and um, maybe how long you've been a uh, a believer in Christ. Uh, I I live in my room, and it's pro- I'm 14, and I was saved when I was th- I think eight maybe so probably um, what's eight, eight no, five eight plus five what's it? Are you, are you not very good at math? Yeah, let's so say like six years. Okay, all right. So, and we'll add a fourth thing. Math is your favorite subject. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right, Jimmy, you. Um, I am 15 years old, and I live in Bodcaw, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows where Bodcaw is, but it's okay, because I'm from Buckner. Uh, I've shared that on the podcast before, but nobody knows where Buckner is. But I think the beautiful thing is most of our listeners are from probably small towns as well. So I bet they could uh, comment on uh, our Facebook page and let us know where they're from. But anyway, Jimmy, uh, when did you first uh, first realize that you were a sinner and you put your faith in Christ? I think I was about seven or eight, so about seven years ago. Okay, very cool, very cool. So, uh, and you know, for me, I was, I was eight years old. That's when I realized I was a sinner um, and that I had, uh, you know, a big problem, that I couldn't get rid of my own sin um, and that Jesus did everything that was necessary on my behalf, that he was my sacrifice and uh, died on the cross for me. And so that was really cool. Um, so it's good to know just you guys are believers. Uh, so when it comes to reading God's word, this is something that you're not doing just to try to, you know, um, make God happy with you. We know that we are, uh, we are completely and totally pleasing to God based on the righteousness of Christ, not on our own righteousness. But nonetheless, we do want to be people of the word. We want to read God's word. And uh, so we've got some tips for you. In fact, we have four tips and they're not going to be anything spectacular. They're probably going to be things that you expect us to say, but uh, I think it's going to be good for us just to be, uh, to listen to and to talk about. So tip number one, is to establish a time and a place. I think we've all probably heard that before, but uh, it's, it's proven true. It's, it is important that we need to establish a time and a place, a regular time and a regular place where we are meeting with the Lord. And, and it needs to be a, a time and a place that is, uh, that is able to be most consistent, where we're undistracted and where we can have a, uh, a time where it's just uninterrupted before the Lord. So uh, I've got my time in place. I'll just go ahead and share that. I've got a, I've got a little room in my house. I've got a desk. Um, it's a kind of a corner of our house. And uh, I usually get up around, you know, 5.30ish and, and spend anywhere from 5.30 to, to 6 o'clock, 6.15 in there. Um, and I've found that if I, if I wake up at that time, if I do 5, 5.30, whatever, early time, it doesn't really matter where I'm at. 
in my year. So like, you know, we all go to SOAR, you know, and different camps and things like that. Um, nothing gets started at five o'clock, you know, so it doesn't matter where I'm at. I can always remain consistent with, uh, with my time before the Lord. So what about you guys? You guys have a favorite time and place, Logan? Uh, yeah, I, I usually set a timer for seven and then I go back to sleep, but I have another timer for 7.15 because, and I, I, do, I do wake up then. Now by timer, do you mean alarm? Yeah, I'm a dinosaur, so I, I don't know that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I usually wake up at 7.15, and then, you know, I, I don't get up out of bed because I just like to stay in bed. Yeah, <laughs> But I usually read after, right, right when I get up, and I, I just find out that the best time for me because it's before anybody else is up and doing everything so very cool man very cool jimmy what about you you have a favorite time and place well i usually uh read in my bedroom in my bed i don't set an alarm to wake up at a certain time just whenever i wake up i read just lying in my bed awesome awesome hey that's good i've learned that if i stay in bed um two things could happen um, two things actually will happen. Either I will fall back asleep or the light that I turn on will make Sydney really mad, Sydney, my wife. And so it's best that I get up out of bed. Um, so you guys are obviously in a different time in, in life where you can do that. So that's really cool. All right. So that's tip number one, time and place. Tip number two um, is have a plan. Have a plan. I mean, very simple. Um, I think it's good to have some type of plan whenever we approach God's Word. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a, a you know, read through the Bible in a year plan, even though I think those are appropriate. There's good ones out there. Um, but I think it, 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 at the very minimum, needs to mean that the, the plan that we have is to go to a certain place and, and just to be able to regularly feed on God's Word. I don't think we need to you know, open up God's word, flip to a certain point, you know, just close your eyes and point down on a page and say, all right, yeah, that, that verse will do today. You know, I think that we need to have a plan, you know, a very simple plan that is, uh, that I think is easy and, and also just very um, appropriate for someone who's just starting out reading the Bible is reading through Proverbs, you know, reading one, one chapter from Proverbs a day, you know, or reading the Psalms and reading one Psalm a day. I think those are great, but that's a plan, you know. You know where you're going, you know what you're going to read, and uh, and it's consistent. You can go back there day after day, all right? What about you guys? You know, we've we've been reading through um, the Bible together for about six months now. We've been following a, a, uh, a New Testament plan, and now that the New Year's rolled over, our church is collectively going through a, um, actually a two-year Bible reading plan. And so, um, so we've, we've kind of made a transition there. Do you have a preference? Do you like reading just a New Testament plan? Do you like reading a, all the way through the Bible plan or maybe something else that I haven't mentioned? What about you, Logan? Uh, I like the New Testament plan because it was a chapter a day and you didn't read on Saturdays and Sundays. And all that's, that's okay. It's just I, I personally like not having to read on the weekend. But... I I like the Old Testament plan because it's good to go back to the beginning. You know, it's been a while since I've been in Genesis, so that's why I like about both of them. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what you're saying is you don't like reading on Saturday and Sunday. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, so, you know, that, that plan was really good because those, you know, Saturday and Sunday were actually catch-up days, yeah. you know, because a lot happens between Monday and Friday, and so that was a good plan for us. Uh, Jimmy, do you have a preference? Well, I like the – I do like the new one that we're doing because even though it's a two-year plan, the card that we have that has the dates on it, it's just a month at a time, so it's not as overwhelming as you'd expect it to be. And also, whoever – made the plan, made it to where whenever you read, you finish the story. Like, you don't, you never stop the story. Like, you never stop reading in the middle of the story. Yeah, that's good. You know, so I don't know the name of this plan that we're doing, but uh, what Jimmy's referring to there is uh, the fact that, like, like for instance, this week, you know, we've, we've been reading through the first few chapters of Genesis, and um, there, there comes a point where you're reading the whole account of Noah. Well, this plan takes you through all of that, you know, in one sitting. But then the next day, you're actually only reading, like, the the, uh, the genealogy of Shem, you know, so it's just a few verses. So it, it kind of offsets itself. One day you might be reading two or three chapters, the next day you might only be reading, you know, 15 verses, but it's, it's taking it in logical sections, and uh, I, I really like that that part of the, the plan as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, but nonetheless, you know, whatever you're using, um, have a plan, you know, and, and youth pastors out there, I think it's totally cool to uh, to provide a plan for your youth group, you know, so that you're all reading the same thing. Uh, we, in fact, did that back in, in the summer months. We did it from August, June, uh, sorry, wow, going, August has not come before June. June, July, and August, right? Uh, and we read through the Gospels. Um, hey, so we didn't plan on this, but I'm just curious, what did you guys think about that? Jimmy? What, what did you think about that plan where we just kind of read through the Gospels over those three months as a youth group? It, I mean, it was good. But as soon as we finished, we finished in Luke. And uh, then we started this new one. And we started that one in Luke. So we read Luke twice in a row. Yeah. Oh. I guess it's good for memorizing parts if you want. Yeah, that was kind of poor planning on my part, you know. So, uh, you know, to, to make that, that Bible plan fit in, uh, you know, those three months, what I did was we, uh, we basically read through Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then John was, was actually optional. So, like, you could use uh, a certain day of the week to read a chapter from John or to use it as a catch-up day. And I think a lot of people use it as a, as a catch-up day. Um, so, yeah, and then we started this new plan together just the, the three of us and one other who's with us, just not with us today. And so, yeah. So anyway, have a plan, you know, uh, but don't let the plan um, rule over you. I think that's a, a big point to make. Don't let the plan become your, your, uh, your master because as soon as we allow the plan to become a master over us, then we dip into that, uh, that dreaded word of legalism. And um, we have to remember, you know, the, the plan is just a guide. It's a help as we go through God's word. It needs to be flexible. Yeah, it needs to be flexible. That's a good word. Good word, Logan. So, But we, we need to have a plan. I think it's good. It keeps us on track, all right? Uh, the third tip. Now, this is one that, that actually Logan, he wrote down. Um, it's, it's just simply to pray, all right? Logan, you know, you said this. I think you had some thoughts on that. Why, uh, why do we need to pray, man? <laughs> well, personally, it's really easy for me to get distracted when I read anything 
Because if it says, if it's talking about one thing, my mind goes to a whole other. I've actually read a whole chapter in a book thinking about something totally different. So usually I pray to keep concentrated so I don't, I can understand what it's saying and, you know, not thinking about lunch while I'm reading the Beatitudes. Yeah, absolutely, dude, no doubt, because if I'm not careful, um, in fact, if I don't pray a prayer similar to that about concentration, then I'll start thinking about Marvel, you know, or, you know, the newest, uh, the newest show that's coming out, WandaVision. We just talking about that a minute ago, all right? Um, we don't want to lose focus, though, thinking about those kind of things. So, we, yeah, I think praying, um, praying specifically for God to allow, allow us to focus on his word, that's really good. Um, Jimmy, do you, do you pray? Yes, I, I like to, you know, pray, like, like, if there's anything that I need to see, that I would see it, you know, and not just look over it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you might be thinking of like Psalm 119, verse 18, where it says, open the eyes of my heart so that I may see wonderful things from your word, from your law. Uh, that's one that we've memorized as a group, and, and it's one that I definitely go back to. So, all right, fourth tip, fourth and final tip, and um, Jimmy, I think, came up with this one. Uh, Novel idea, something that I don't think we've ever heard of before in the history of Bible reading. Jimmy, I'm going to let you unveil it for us. Taking notes. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, that's, that's huge, man. I, explain what you mean by that. Like, like what I just said, you know, if there's something that I need, need to see, that I'd see it. If you see it, write it down so you don't forget it, and then... Write down things that you learned about God while reading that, and things that you learned about yourself, and just things like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so here's here's the thing about taking notes. What that requires is it requires some form of writing utensil, and also some form of paper. Now, I mean, it, it could be a computer, it could be an iPad. You know, we're we're looking at my iPad right now, and I take notes on it with a you know pencil, a writing utensil. But, um, you know, it's good to have some form of, here's the word, journal, right? And I think most people listening probably have um, different ideas on, on what a journal should look like, right? Um, we, we like to use very simple methods, right? And so I'm, we're going to go through just three quick ones, um, and, and they're this. They're here, soap, and then a bonus that I'm going to give here in just a second, okay? So the here model is just a way to walk through Scripture. Um, I'm going to let Jimmy just kind of tell us what H-E-A-R stands for. The H is for highlight, E is explain, then apply, and respond. Very good, yeah. And uh, we, we've been kind of testing this out over the last six months, and uh, I think... I think we've enjoyed it to a certain degree. Um, it's been new, and so anything new just kind of gets us into a mode of just trying to figure it out. But um, in, in essence, you know, it's, it's when you read through a passage of Scripture, you're going to be looking for maybe one verse that just is highlighted to you that you might underline, you might write down. And then you're just going to try to explain that whole portion of Scripture in a very summarized way. Uh, and then you're going to just ask some simple application questions, you know, um, based off what it is meaning to these people then, you know, how can it apply to my life now? And, and then, of course, the response is just, just a time of prayer, you know, where we're responding to the Lord. 
Uh, and so that's here, H-E-A-R. And that's not something that we came up with. That's actually from um, uh, Replicate Ministries. It's where I got it, at least. And we've, we've had Chris Swain on the podcast before, and, and uh, I think we even talked about this a little bit with him. But uh, that's, that's what we've been trying out. But then the other one is soap. Um, Logan, tell us what soap is, if, in case somebody doesn't know what that is. Uh, soap is one of my personal favorites. Uh, it's scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Awesome. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about, I mean, I think scripture is pretty obvious. You start there. Um, what, are you, what about observation? What are you observing? Uh, observation, like, you could write what you think about it, you know, what you think it may be saying to you personally, or just straight out what it's saying, you know, because, I mean, it doesn't always have to have a meaning. Scripture doesn't always have to have a meaning. (laughs) I caught him right there. (laughs) Yeah, we know what you mean, we think, unless you don't always have a meaning. But, uh, no, I mean, you're right. You know, we're, we're basically, we're reading Scripture and then, we're just observing what we see, right? I mean, so if Paul's writing to Timothy and he says something like, you know, uh, flee temptation, you know, it's pretty obvious what we're observing right there, you know. So um, what about application? Do you have like a favorite question or thought process when you think through how to apply Scripture? Uh, pretty simple. How do I apply this to my life? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's good. It's simple, but I mean, it's a good question. Absolutely. You can't go wrong when talking about an application question of just simply asking, how does this apply? So, I mean, goodness. Hey, we told you at the beginning, guys, that we're talking about very simple tips here. And um, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Absolutely. You know. Hey, you know, one, one thing that I, I don't want to just overload you guys listening, but um, I do ask certain questions when it comes to this. You know, is there a sin that, that I need to avoid? Is there a promise that I need to keep? You know, is there some kind of encouragement that I need to receive and, and that I can give to somebody else? You know, what about a command? Is there something that I need to follow that the Lord is commanding me to, to, to do or to install in my life and to follow? Um, or just simple knowledge. You know, what do I learn here? You know, what am I learning about God? What am I learning about his character? Um, is there something I need to learn about the world around me, you know, and, and see it differently according to God's word? So asking good questions will lead us to good observations and good application. Okay. Hey, and then the bonus one, all right, the last one, and I'm not going to go in super in-depth here because this is something that, as a church, we've just kind of uh, installed as a model of walking through Scripture, and it's learn, love, live. We want to ask kind of what I just said, you know, what am I learning? And it's just a simple statement of what's something we learn from that passage of Scripture. Uh, is there something to love from this passage of Scripture? And, and there's always something to love, so it might be something we learn about God and we want to love that. And I want to write that down. Like this morning I was reading from Genesis and, uh, and I saw very, very clearly in the genealogy of Shem that God is, is already keeping his word from just a couple of chapters previous. And, and I love that. I love the fact that when God says something, you can take it to the bank, you know. And then we want to ask, how can we live this out? So this is just another way of observing, applying, and and, and living it out, you know. So all of these have very similar aspects to them. They're just different ways of thinking through Scripture, but they're all simple, and they're ones that are, are easy to start, like, right now, 
okay? So, uh, so there it is, guys. You know, there's tips for Bible reading. And there's more that we could talk about, but those are the four that we're going to talk about today. And so if you're listening to this and you've got your own personal tips, man, we would love to, to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and comment um, on that or leave us, uh, leave us some kind of comment on this podcast. I don't know if that's a possibility. Dan, Dan would know that. But, uh, but yeah, let us know what your favorite tips are. But for us, we want to make sure we're finding a time and place. We want to have a plan. We're going to pray before, and I would even say after we read God's word. Um, and then we're going to take notes. You know, we're going to just write down what we're learning. You know, find a journal um, and make it comfortable. You know, find something you like doing. I, I like writing with a fountain pen, and so that's good for me, you know. Um, and so journal, take notes, and then, and then just enjoy God's word, all right? And so as we wrap this up, I'm going to give you two quick tips that I think you can share to anybody in your life, and you can also take for yourself. But the first one is this, when it comes to God's word, when it comes to reading God's word, just get started. You know, it's January 6th right now, and so we don't need to wait around for January 1st of 2022 before we get started, you know? Don't think that we've missed the missed the boat or anything like that. Get started right now, you know? And and again, find a plan. Start reading in Proverbs. Read Proverbs 7 tomorrow or something like that. Read Psalm 7. You know, so get started. And then the last thing is just keep at it. Keep at it. Be consistent. You know, there's going to be days that you wake up late, right? There's going to be days where you miss your alarm. There's going to be days where things just don't go according to your plan. But keep at it. Keep going. Read God's word and enjoy it. And here's the thing. We don't read God's word in order to be accepted by God. We're accepted by God in and only in Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. We read God's word so that we can learn better who God is and what he's done for us so that we can enjoy God because he wants to spend time with us and we want to spend time with him. So get started, keep at it. All right, Logan, you got any final words for our, uh, for our, our people out there listening? Uh, not really, but uh, make sure you uh, subscribe and smash that like button because... man. Hear that. Subscribe, smash that like button. I have no idea if we have a like button to smash, but... If it's there, you destroy it. Destroy it. He says, he says smash it, right? He was waiting for that. Love it. Jimmy, you got anything for people out there in podcast land? No. There you have it, guys. Man of many words, Jimmy. But hey, something you don't know about Jimmy... And uh, there's a lot of things you don't know about Jimmy. But things that you need to know about Jimmy is, um, one, he's a super talented musician. Both of these guys are. And, uh, but Jimmy, he also really knows how to milk a cow. Right? He works on a farm. And he owns a farm with his family. But, you know, that's another podcast for another day. We'll come back to that on, yeah, tips for milking a cow. We could, we could do that. Next week? Probably not next week, guys. But, hey. We love you, and uh, we want you guys to keep at what you're doing. We hope you have a great 2021. We're looking forward. Uh, I think I can speak on behalf of Dan and Micah. We are definitely looking forward to a great year of just walking through um, all the things that we have in store for this podcast. And we would love to hear from you on things that you would like for us to talk about um, and, and maybe even people that you'd like for us to try to interview. And so we've got, uh, we've got a lineup uh, started, but we're adding to that. So let us hear from you. And, uh, man, keep loving students and keep loving your church. Keep moving forward and uh, get into God's word. All right? We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.